1: what's up and welcome back to kind of funny's Indiana Jones in review that's right we are ranking and reviewing every Indiana Jones movie as always I'm Tim Geddes joined by the Nitro Rifle Andy Cortez
2: pleasure to be here Tim Geddes how you doing
1: I'm doing fantastic one of the coolest dudes in video games Greg Miller Nick's a troublemaker and then I get in trouble for it and I don't like it the new face of video games blessing at AOEA Junior
3: how's it going everybody
1: Really good. Really good. Bless. And of course, uh, we have the producer slash seducer slash troublemaker, Nick Scarpino.
4: But in Latin, Jehovah starts with an eye.
1: Does he always talk like that? Yeah, hey, Scottish. That's what he talks. <laughs> it, is that a Scottish <laughs> What accent? do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like extremely, like, a lot. That's Sean I Connery, man.
4: Cool. When you, you go back and watch him and as and Bond, that's why everyone... Yeah, that's what he did. He's the iconic voice to do. Everyone can do him. You think, like, on his deathbed, so he was like,
2: I actually talk like this. It was he's all in like, it. Like, from Andy, Paramus. It's, like, the
4: first time I heard Pedro Pascal talk, I was like, why is he a dork? He's like, I really like being in Disney movies. They're really fun. You're like, What?
1: What? <laughs> This is in review. Each and every week, we rank and review two different movie franchises. Right now, we are doing Indiana Jones and Magic Mike. We got Magic Mike XXL coming up very soon. Uh, but today, we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Indiana Jones. You could watch this on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also listen to it as a podcast. Just search your favorite podcast service for... Kind of Funny Reviews will be right there for you. But if you want to get the show ad-free, if you want to watch the show live as it's being recorded, if you want to be a Patreon producer like Graham of Legend, David Mintel, Al Tribesman, Cassandra Ramirez, Sven McHale, James Davis, and the nanobiologist did, you can go to patreon.com slash funny. We'd appreciate it. Every dollar helps. But you know what helps the most? The platinum tier, Greg. What's the platinum tier this month? Wouldn't you like to know? The kind of funny Valentine's Day. <laughs>
3: and I'm the troublemaker. That's what it is. Listen, Today, I did kindoffunny.com slash platinum. I update it once a month. I'm sorry. Truly, I can't remember everything.
1: You, you, know can what I mean? go there. you can go to kindoffunny.com slash platinum <laughs> to see what's up. Uh, we're brought to you by Babble, but I'll talk to you about that later. For now, let's talk about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, without going too far into this, is anyone else a little bewildered that they didn't just straight up call it Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail? Um,
4: no, because I think, I think, I think, I think, I think the think Crusade. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably fair, actually. I probably didn't want to get uh, too involved with that. But I like the idea of The Last Crusade because it has a lot to do with sort of the B story of this movie and how they're
3: Yeah. Like, was, yeah. My, my question would be back to you is what, I, knowing nothing about the Indiana Jones uh, uh, franchise, I know obviously there's been another one. We're watching it next week. But at the time, was this set to be the end? Because I always took it as a as a a kid that it was a double entendre, right? Of like, oh, the crusade, but also this is is Sean Connery's last crusade, but it's also maybe Indiana our last time with Indiana Jones. Yeah yeah i don't well, know I they didn't do another weird. one
4: for like 10 years or 15 years mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like when did crystal yeah. skull come out it was way late. it was like, at least a decade later yeah once shiloh so. buff won an
3: emmy they were like yeah the, what do you want to do he's like one more indiana jones <laughs> fuck this he's kid's like, golden hollywood he's
1: not gonna have a breakdown let's get him in a movie did yeah i shiloh thought LaBuff? it was weird i just thought it was weird because like you Is know he? we watched <laughs> the last couple movies of uh of, of indiana jones collecting all these things that like i haven't heard of but it's like then they say the holy grail I'm like that's cool as shit I don't know. It would have worked for me. Blessing, what's up?
5: I, I don't know shit about the latest Indiana Jones movie because I just knew it came out and everybody didn't like it. Is Shia LaBeouf Indiana Jones in the last Indiana You'll Jones You'll find movie? out next week. You'll find out next week. Strap Bless,
1: into your you seat, know. Blessing. I'm right there with you. Where I just know Shia LaBeouf's in it, but to what extent? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm so excited. But today, we're talking about Last Crusade. Runtime of two hours and eight minutes. Released on May 24th, 1989. Five years after... The second movie. It's a long-ass time. Uh, again, once again, trying to get on the coattails
3: many. of Ghostbusters. You know what Ex- I mean? Embarrassing. Exactly.
1: exactly. Trying to get on the coattails. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Music by John Williams. A budget of $48 million and a box office of $474.3 million. At the time of its release, the film was the 11th highest-grossing film of all time, despite competition from Greg Miller and Nick Scarpino in the forms of Batman. 1989 and ghostbusters 2 the last crusade became the highest grossing film of 1989 so there you go i'd say i'd say up there deservedly so deserves to be up there awards
3: for taste is what i'd say
1: it won an academy award for best sound effects editing and there you go steven spielberg said this is his favorite of the indiana jones movies and uh when george lucas met with steven spielberg to discuss a third indiana jones movie he wanted to have it set in a haunted mansion which sounds really cool. Uh, cool. But Spielberg had just finished *Poltergeist*. He was like, "No, let's do something different." Yeah, yeah.
4: This is this is interesting to me because I'm sorry. Are you done with the the trivia? I'm I done. Don't Go
1: it. for it, Nick. Go for it.
4: I, I just think this movie is like a masterclass on how to make an Indiana Jones movie. It's like they took all the things that were that I had criticisms of for, from *Raiders* and *Temple of Doom*, and they were like, "Let's fix those just for Nick," because this movie is is so fun for me to watch every single time, and I just love how I, th- I just love the end of it and how it kind of you do feel fulfilled you do feel like it's the last hurrah and they've done what they need to do and the relationships have been repaired and people have grown and they ride off into the sunset as salah laughs at you for being named after the dog it's fucking great it's perfect
1: I'm right, right there with you the only thing i disagree with is that you said that it's just for nick no it was for me too man i thought this one worked a lot better than the first two did i think that it maybe never hit any of the highest highs of one or two but i think that overall it, it i was engaged the most i always understood what was going on uh it didn't have the the woman character from the last movie uh which goes yep. a very long well, way
3: yeah.
1: i don't think that sean connery is as good as short round was in terms of just being a sidekick uh making interesting things happen for indy but uh overall I, I was like really into it uh, i do think that it ran a bit long and there's a whole maybe middle section that I was like, whoa, okay, we still have the three challenges to do. That's pretty like when he, Like when he gets in the fighter plane, you're like, oh, we have a whole other action set piece here
4: that we didn't know about. But the yeah. end of that's the best. I remember but, my Charlemagne.
1: Uh, as we, we've said a bunch of times in this, I can't believe how much Uncharted is just like, fuck you. <laughs> <up this. laughs> like, hey, here's a train. Cool. I'm like, wow. And oh, hey, I'm young in this. And all it's like, whoa, there's there's just a lot of similarities there. But I, have, I have uh, had a good time from- with all of them. I have Girl questions coordinate. for
4: the people who have never seen this before. So the first, the first thing that they get you with—did you think it was Indiana Jones in the mine in Monument Valley? I, did. I was confused as hell.
5: They got me. I was like, I fucking thought the uh, Harrison Ford is still in this. And when you saw the dude, I was like, oh well, I guess. They casted him out. And then when you learn that the kid is actually Indiana Jones, I was like, smart, you got me. I'm sure this got people in the 80s too. All comes full circle. <laughs> and,
4: oh, he absolutely got us. Well, actually, River Phoenix was a huge star. So it was widely publicized that he was in it as, like, to some degree, I think, if I remember. I don't remember being shocked by River Phoenix being in it and being indie. I remember thinking that was, like, maybe not a thing. But there was that nice reveal. The second question I have for you guys, so people haven't seen it yet, did you trip the fuck out on the third challenge where he has to do the leap of faith? oh yeah yeah that used to that's my favorite scene in any spielberg movie right there i fucking love that effect it's so well done where like the camera motion controls over to the right and you see it and then it goes back and it's like perfectly painted so you have to be standing right at the perfect cement like isotopic symmetrical three that quarter point view It doesn't matter it's fucking great
2: it's the most unbelievable thing about the movie but it's still cool it's really dumb like the lighting has to be perfect they have to be in the exact situations. I feel like anybody else walking up on the ledge would have been like, "Oh yeah, it's here." Like, but <laughs> it's just it's tricking the audience. It's not. It can't. There's no way it could trick Indy. It it's darker the in
3: there. You know, what I mean, it's darker in there. You. Think? It's darker in there. Cave. It's
2: cave. Yeah, and it's he's like, like different. Different. "No,
3: no man, man, Andy, it's not gonna happen."
4: I'm it was really.
2: Stu- it was really stupid, but I loved it. Like, I I liked how silly it was because the first, you don't know how. I mean, obviously these movies get very supernatural. These movies get very fantastical. So. The idea of an invisible walkway, I was totally up for until you see the camera change. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. But for a while, I thought it was just an invisible walkway. I thought it was just going to be you just have to walk on this thing that you don't even know if there's a floor there. You know, yeah. I
1: thought that, too. I'm happy it wasn't, though. I like that this one didn't have all the, the crazy shit. I, I think mean, it's a cool concept. I mean, right? There's right? the
5: that guy a, who's had a man who's alive for centuries.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Besides, I mean, hey, that's not that crazy, though.
5: I mean, then the other guy drank it and then fucking aged a million years. Well,
4: but that's what I like about this one, right? Is that like it's so I'll I'll disagree with you a little bit on this one, Tim, because I don't think that um, Sean Connery's character is the sidekick. I think he actually is in place of the love interest. I think the B story is about them not having a relationship. And I think this is really the only indie
3: movie that has well,
4: that strong. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely they're definitely having sex. Anyway. Weird, There's man. definitely a. a they're like, well, son. if
3: you had sex with that girl and I had sex with that girl, we've
1: basically had sex. We yeah. should just seal this deal. <laughs> My I meant more sidekick mind. in the sense of like having who is on the adventure around, yeah. with that he's like talking with which in the first movie was Marion and the yeah. second movie was Short Round and the third yeah. movie is Chuck Connery
4: but what I like about this is I like that there is actual character development there and they gave his character after three movies it's very difficult to have a compelling character arc for Indiana Jones who really didn't have that much to begin with but what I love about this I love the scene where they come out of it and he asks his dad what he found and his dad looks at his son for the first time and goes illumination and it's because that B story was so strong and like and the, the constant little like jabs at each other where every single time india does anything amazing he looks at his dad and his dad's like checking his fucking fingernails and all that stuff just being complete a complete disappointment and then having that come full circle i thought that was the strongest aspect of this and i really think that harrison ford and and um, sean connery just had unbelievable chemistry in this like either they either hated each other or they loved each other and i don't know which one's better <laughs> but man they i just every time they're on screen i'm just like it's that they nail the familial relationship of just how much your person in your family can get under your skin with just the littlest fucking thing, you know?
1: Uh, Sean Connery was Steven Spielberg's first choice to play Indiana Jones. He specifically wanted him because he says, quote, "James Bond is the father of Indiana Jones mm. and that's, that's, cool awesome. as shit. that's cool That's cool that's cool. cool
2: shout out to River Phoenix's uh, Harrison Ford impersonation really good. It belongs in a museum. Just River doing Phoenix all the awesome. He was doing all the little kind of quirks and. DJ Kento
6: in the uh, YouTube chat said that he had played his son in a different movie, so he like, for this movie he like already
2: had those mannerisms down. That's cool.
1: Interesting. Yeah, Harrison Ford asked for him specifically. I thought he did a great job.
2: And those those the that sort of fake out moment. Initially, you see the hat. You think that's Indy, and then he looks up, and it's like, "Wow, why does this guy look exactly like Indy? Like, what are they doing?" And then they have the kid go, "Indy." Indy, Indiana, and talking to his friend. It's like, oh, okay, good job. Good job, movie. I but liked also, it. I like... thought I thought the movie was really fun and entertaining. I had more fun with it than the last movie. I really enjoyed Sean Connery and Harrison Ford's back and forth. I think when they're both on screen, it uh, Nick nailed it. Like that familial relationship, it, it's so good for the audience. I think it's just, it was instantly entertaining, and all of the... I was happy there was more of it, right? We get to that that later part of the movie, and you're like, oh, shit, they still have to do the three challenges. That's I'm excited to watch what this actually is. And I think Blessing, and I, I don't know if Blessing was the only one who had sort of criticisms of the, of the uh, kind of like globe-trotting stuff going from area to area. I enjoyed that here. I, I'm glad that we got more of that, and we're going to different spaces. And uh, yeah, that final challenge is really neat, and I wasn't expecting the old man to actually be there i thought he was gonna be (laughs) i thought that the one the one of the three whatever the hell they call him was a like a figment of his his imagination and then when Hmm. homegirl and the bad guy walk in at the end i thought it was going to be a who are you talking to indy like there's nobody there i I thought the exact same thing uh but it it was i i really enjoyed it it was a a damn good movie very solid all the way through
5: i'm right there i'm right there with you andy that i think you know, you mentioned that you had more fun with this movie. I think I had more fun with Temple of Doom, but this movie just feels like a way more solid movie than Temple of Doom, where Tim mentioned that this movie doesn't have like the high highs of some of the other ones, and that's kind of where I sat with Temple of Doom last week, where I think the highs in Temple of Doom are so good, but then the lows are just really low when you look at what the things that are wrong with that movie. And this one felt like it took some of the really good stuff about Temple of Doom and how they kept that action going. Uh, and the, the things about Raider, Raiders of the Lost Ark that made that movie solid. And they really took the best of both worlds and really developed it and made this movie. Uh, like you guys mentioned, uh, his dad, like as a replacement for Short Round, I think, or replacement in a weird way, but you know what I mean. Like As the as the character that he's hanging out with the whole time, one of our complaints, I know, I think kind of both me and Tim in the first movie was that uh, Indiana doesn't feel as fleshed out of a character and he didn't really have much going for him whereas in this movie Pier- uh, not Pierce Brosnan Sean Connery <laughs> I, keep, I keep wanting to call him Pierce Brosnan because I just know him as James Bond you call that's that's
4: okay
5: <laughs> yeah Pierce Brosnan uh, Sean Connery does such a good job of creating so much character for indiana jones and giving us giving harrison ford stuff to work off of and giving him backstory and reasons for us to care about him as the audience uh and i thought that stuff was just so well done it very much it is very much obvious that this is this is very much a response to whatever the reaction to temple of doom was because straight up this movie is so raiders of the lost ark in so many ways and it kind of feels like watching Star Wars episode seven and being like, Oh yeah, this feels a lot like mm-hmm. a new hope. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But even, even with that, I still think they did a good job and rocked it. And I was very into the movie. Um, I would have wanted to see what that haunted house movie looked like though, because I want for a movie that is so much trying to be Raiders of the Lost Ark. I wonder if that would have been more temple of doom. And I'm kind of curious about that, but overall really enjoyed this movie. had a really good time.
1: Greg Miller. What do you think?
3: I mean, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of everything. Everybody else has said Uh great movie. Uh, obviously, What I find, though, is, and this is something interesting we've stumbled upon here with Indiana Jones in review. For a series I've watched as a kid but then never doubled back to as an adult and as a kid didn't have an attachment to, you know, really. I never really idolized it or, you know, grew up thinking about it and loving Indiana Jones. I find myself having such a hard time with both this one and uh, Temple of Doom to shake what I thought as a kid, if that makes sense. And so... Yes, this is a great movie. Obviously, I'm not taking any shots at it that way. But there's something about it to me that feels old, and I, I've been since I finished watching. I've been trying to put that into words, and, and I'm struggling with it. Where and I know, stay with me for two seconds. Part of it is I feel like Temple of Doom was more whimsical and fantastical and yes I know this movie ends with us talking to a 700-year-old man who's been living <laughs> in a cave not taking that away but there's I don't know if it's the colors or and how vibrant and how weird it, the world was that we were thrown into with Temple of Doom I felt again higher highs I was in it for that part of the ride whereas this one there I remember checking my watch and being like still going okay oh another another set piece like you're talking about yeah in what Last Crusade does and i don't think is a knock necessarily especially because my again my justification up until kingdom of crystal skull was always that it was also the last crusade for them the last hurrah Mm -hmm. it feels at times like a greatest hits of what we've seen before which is fan service for people who are super into it and even me watching all three of these movies in a row totally get it and like it but at some point it got cheesy however though it's also the fact of I'm 37 years old right now and how much Indiana Jones is can, is in the pop culture and the zeitgeist all the time where when he throws the Nazi out the window, I was like, all right, is he going to turn around and say no ticket in German this time? And he goes, no ticket. And I was like, huh? And I was like. Wait, is that the first time he said no ticket? Because I yeah. fe- I, I had to Google it and be like, ah, shit, that's the first. I thought this was a throwback already to something else because obviously I've seen it done so many times, let alone dogma. And I know it from the Kevin Smith reference more than I know it from Indiana Jones. And it's like, it's this weird hodgepodge of everything people have said, my own preconceived notions of it and everything else. And yeah, for me, I like the highs, the color, the foreign world we were tossed into not literally and in the racist sense that it was you know what i mean but the more crazy landscape of temple of doom uh in short round more than i liked this one although i appreciate this and again it's a joy to see harrison ford and sean connery on on screen together yeah one thing that
1: surprised me now that we're done with the three classic of these movies and having not seen them before is they are so good but they just kind of lack a level of excitement because you know we're like what everything you just said greg it's like We've seen so many of these things in pop culture before. We've seen this type of movie done so many times. I can't even imagine watching this in the 80s. Like, oh, I can't imagine. It, oh, yeah. this. It seems so next level and so much. The action alone and the set pieces are so fucking crazy. Nowadays, it's just kind of like, oh, this is what a movie looks like. And yeah. like, you got to give credit to them for like, wow, you guys really redefined what a movie Not only can be, but just is like baseline. And so that's been kind of weird for me watching these, where I'm kind of just like, oh, wow, this is, it's a little slow, or like that wasn't Mm -hmm. that creative, or that wasn't that clever of a. Uh, a, a task for them to do or whatever, but it's Dude, just because when,
3: I, I, having not, I don't think I've ever sat down as a kid or as an adult or whatever. I don't, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched this movie uncut like on a VHS. It would have always been on CBS or something as a kid, and so like I remember really p- p- parts of this vividly, other parts not so much. And like when they get to venice and they go to the church that's been t- turned into a library and he's like literally like you want to talk about like oh fuck uncharted of like this Straight one says up. seven this one says three where's the x and then he goes up like a flight and a half of stairs <laughs> and like ah there's the x like you didn't fucking see that from the ground like what a cheesy <laughs> yeah but that was always, like, oh. I mean,
4: that was always obviously a joke for the earlier line when he's in class and he's like x sure never, i'm just saying i think there was cr- more creative ways to do it but yes yes sure, i understand but, that it was a
3: call or a call back to the joke
4: i mean yeah obviously like raiders of the lost ark is was we got to get the thing to get to the thing to get to the thing to get to the thing right and that's more of what this movie is that's probably why for it 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 might feel slow for some people but what the thing that i really appreciate about it is like this is spielberg at almost probably his best um i've seen that beginning of this movie at least 20 times in my life and that train sequence is still super fun for me it's just a very, very well paced out, very well choreographed action sequence that's super creative and fun. And like when he falls into the lion cage or the lion car and has to grab the whip, when I was a kid, I was like, is that where he got the fucking wit from? Like and then he gives himself the scar. He gives
3: himself the scar. Like no, that that first all that that stuff opening is, just so is amazing. Yeah, so let that, alone that, the fact that, that piece, it's him becoming Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. And getting the hat at the end and be like, oh, God, and, and the it all guy happened. telling
4: him, like the guy giving him probably the most important piece of advice ever, where he's like, You lost today, kid, but it doesn't mean you have to like it. And he's just like and then it cuts to him immediately losing again when he's like, you know, 30 yeah, yeah. years later. It's so fucking great. So that scene and the scene with the tank, those are always the two I look forward to coming back to, because I think those are so... What he does with that first scene is super fun, obviously, like, turning it on outside, fooling you a little bit. The scene with the tank, I think, is just such a great way to show two planes of action happening at the same time. You've got Indy trying his hardest outside to save his dad, and then Marcus and him are just not getting it inside. They're, like... They're just... It, like, the, the magnitude of the situation is just has not really, like, uh, you know, hit him inside until way later. But I, I love all the stuff with the pen and all this stuff. It's so cool.
2: The moment of the gun falling down... And Sean Connery looking at the gun while there's a gun pointed at him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just the dumbest, like, cartoon <laughs> no. moment. As, as if the guy pointed the gun at him, wouldn't have just been like, oh, let me grab that real quick. But, like, the, the gun's pointed at him and Sean Connery's like, oh, <laughs> Like, I'm going
4: to make my The thing that always gets a laugh at me every single time is when Indy... It's, and it's such a good little joke on the audience. Indy's standing on the tank, Vogel stands up, and they're squaring off against each other. And he takes one step, and a fucking homie just comes in from nowhere. And it, it cuts out wide, and there's just a whole truck full of soldiers. They just
1: pulled up alongside the tank, and they're all jumping on there to fight him. It's like, this are not done with the level so yet. At you're not done yeah. with the level yet. They're so good. And the minecarts did that in the last movie, where it's yeah. just like, there's always the perfect amount of things that Indy has to overcome. I, I really yeah. appreciate that. Let's get to the plot. Uh Uh, 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 it's coming
2: it's it's coming guys here we go go. it's the plot Nick tell us the plot tell us the plot Nick please tell us the plot
4: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade you lost today kid but it doesn't mean you have to like it or I wrote down an alt line here it belongs in a museum which he says a lot we fade from the (laughs) a lot yeah we fade from the Paramount logo to uh, a rock uh, formation in Monument Valley as troops of scouts make their Not way across. Their best
1: not their best cut they didn't try that hard on this one
4: they did not try that hard on this (laughs) one uh they dismount and herman falls on his ass uh he and another scout that we don't know who it is yet uh head to a nearby cave and spot an illegal dig uh the man leading the dead looks a lot like indy from behind but when he turns around it's someone else and i just imagine that blessing was like whatever um the real (laughs) indy of course is river phoenix gotcha tim gotcha blessing you didn't know that the bandits are stealing something called the Coronado Cross, and it belongs in a museum. And he's not scared of snakes this time. And you're like, "Oh, huh, I wonder where he developed that phobia." Maybe we'll yeah. see that on the train later. Uh, he sends Herman back to get the sheriff and sneaks down to steal the cross. Uh, he sna- uh, he snaps a log on the way up, and bandits take off after him. They chase him, of course, to the train to catch up. Uh, as they catch up to him. And the reptile cage, uh, he falls in with giant bins of snakes and shit, uh, and then falls into one of the snakes. They look all like garden snakes. I'm like, come on, bro, you wouldn't be that scared about him. But this apparently is why he hates snakes. So we've explained that away.
2: And they're just in every crevice possible. Everything. These He's still fond snakes. Everywhere. Yeah. To this day. Um, I I was gonna say that we get a lot of obvious, you know, nods to what makes him indie. But I was waiting for him to meet a girl on that train and banger like I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is where he becomes a womanizer guy. This is where he
3: learns he can't
2: be resisted.
1: Yeah, the the, the soloization of Indiana Jones. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Of
4: course, we get a fun scene with Rhino here. The spikes almost go through his crotch. Uh, Let's see. I thought it was the Um, Cobra
2: that really scared him.
4: Well, the one, the water moccasin, the one. Yeah, the
2: gonna, one that like stands up, up the really legs. fake, the really fake one. Looking. Yeah, that
4: really fake looking one. That definitely I feel like, scared the shit. I
2: think of that me. was like the one that that made him go, "Oh, poisonous oh, snakes. Don't like snakes." Yeah.
4: Um. Uh, this again is why I, I put this in here As like a cool point of uh, choreography He has that one thing moment where he looks over And he grabs on a little swingy thing Swings knocks a dude off and as he lands The camera like pans up and he's standing right in front of Fedora guy And the guy's like come yeah. on kid what the fuck are we doing here Of course then he he runs into the uh, Lion's car grabs the whip defends himself But the first strike lands over his chin And he's like what's going on here but this whip And, and I just feel like we're simpatico this Is how it's um, supposed to be Exactly Uh, goes up Gets, uh, gets stuck for a second, uh, when fedora guy is there, and then one of the snakes magically comes out of his thing and saves him, uh, and then he goes downstairs and uses a magic box to escape the car, and again, I love how this is shot, because as he, it's like one fluid motion where they look, and he's not, they open the thing, and it just collapses, and he's not there anymore, and as they run out, they open, and it, it rack zooms over to Indy as he's fucking running how? his ass, I don't know how he jumps, I mean, it's magic, Andy. it's magic
2: that's crazy i mean that's got to be that's got to be some artifact that they found in some ancient civilization too like how I got the per-
3: the, well it's more the fact that yeah the magic box has uh you know the breakaway trap door or whatever <laughs> but like so they're doing them they're doing the magic on the train like they're walking yeah, people they just, in
4: <laughs> like that's where it is open up the side of the train pull up there you go yeah magic, like he must have gone film. through
2: the bottom of the train but like Wow, he he escaped really safely.
4: Of, <laughs> of course, Indy heads home to the Joneses' residence where his father is there counting and studying uh, his manuscripts about the Holy Grail. We see some of the stained glass windows and stuff like that that we're going to see later. Herman shows back up with the sheriff who is firmly on the side of Fedora, which is the name of the character, <laughs> and his men. Uh, they come in and they steal the cross from Indy and then uh, give it to their boss outside. Also named after a hat, Tim, can you guess what this guy's name is? Panama hat that's what his name is he wears a Panama hat He's super into Van Halen also uh they all they're all super excited about that except for Fedora who uh who sees Indy forlorn and look, turns to him and offers some words of encouragement like I said you lost today kid but it doesn't mean you have to like it then he puts his hat on him and dips his head and as his head comes back up cool we got cut. match cuts so and it's Harrison Ford. It is the late 30s now, and he's on a boat and is getting his ass beat in once more by Panama Hat. He was like, "We meet again, Doctor Jones. Once again, I am taking something from you." Um, and it's the Coronado Cross, and he's like, it "And he's wasn't like, let see me see guess, like, oh.
2: Panama Hat? Did you drink from the fucking cup of the Holy Grail already? Because you look—you haven't aged a day. You yeah. <laughs> look fantastic. <laughs> I
0: also
4: have you. that. Yeah." I <laughs> All hell breaks loose. Uh, Indy breaks out, grabs the cross, jumps overboard just as a thing slaps into some dynamite. For some reason, they're keeping explosives on the deck, and it just blows up the entire ship. Uh, we get a nice, cool uh, shot where he's floating and he's trying to figure out what's going on. We see Panama's hat float by him with a giant hole in it, uh, and uh, to indicate that he is dead. Um, we're back in I class. Water. In Indy. Nick, oh, yeah. how do
3: you get out? Of, how do you get out of that water? There's a big old storm going on. There's a whole. I mean, Indiana big storm Jones, man. Someone found him. They're like, "We know floaty. Yeah. Oh, That's all right. right. He did yeah. have a
4: little floaty, Greg. Those things save
3: everyone.
1: Yeah. A little so who's pool, coming? Get though? a pool who's noodle.
4: <laughs> How did he get out of the freaking magic pool. box, Tim and Greg? It's magic. I don't know. I don't. It's Man, if it's sorry, not written on sorry, the page, Nick Greg. G. I don't have sorry, the answer right. for it.
3: Okay. We got to understand see. that not maybe... written on the page. Last time we did one of the, the first time we ever did. You're over there talking about Steven Spielberg seeing penises and making e- E-T a thing, and you're going to tell me that was written on the page for you. I thought you. Sometimes
4: did. you just you see between the lines. It's a space within spaces between spaces, Greg. The space no, between no spaces. future spoilers. No future spoilers. <laughs> yeah. uh, back in class, Indy is telling his kids what it really takes to be an archaeologist. He's like, listen, most of that stuff, 90% archaeology, Tim, is done in the library. We Nine. don't follow maps to bury treasure, and X never, ever marks the spots. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, Marcus comes in, and Indy gives him the cross, and Marcus is like, this is great. Well, this is going to have a great place in our Spanish Spanish heritage or portion of the museum. And he's like, cool. And then... um, he goes to his office where it's just a madhouse because he hasn't done office hours. Apparently I all love year. this
3: part. This is a great bit because it has been for two movies. Like, you're a fucking teacher. Like, when? How are you doing? Like, yeah, to get there and have it be everyone dra- desperately needs them. the secretaries over his shit. These ter- term papers still need to be graded.
2: And and we need and what everybody needs to do if you haven't watched the movie yet or you just maybe you're just here watching this video because you like hearing us talk about movies. Go watch that part of the movie, and there's this woman behind Indy, giving him the weirdest look. It's like, dude, you should like. This woman does not know what she's doing Looking, in this scene. She just like she's doing this thing, Greg. You got to look back at it. Just she like the, is she like the guy in the Sam Raimi Spider Man? Remember, or she she like <laughs> when it's, we made Spider It's, fun of her it's one of those, but like, it, she's Spider-Man not doing anything, like overly silly. She's just sticking out like a sore thumb because. Everybody else in the scene is frantic and uh, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, and, and she's, she's just like doing this thing. It's, it's really, oh, really dude, dumb. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm
5: looking at oh it right my God. now. She's just staring. She's like staring into the distance. And, and it my goes God. on. And, and it goes on, Greg.
1: And I'm it goes on. <laughs> can, can you send it to, uh, to assets? Uh, just a screenshot. I wanted, uh, whatever Bless is looking at.
5: Oh, I mean, I'm watching on Amazon
3: Prime. Yeah, oh, my name is on Prime. Prime. I, like oh. how that works. Yeah. I can screenshot yeah, I should, this. I I can it Let YouTube. me get this good shot of her though. Yeah, it here is it is. Really, I got a perfect really, one. I got a perfect one. Hold on. It's very really weird, dude. Prepare your slack for boarding. Ew. 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 Is it the alarm? <laughs> <laughs> That's the boarding <laughs> alarm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, is it the girl with
4: the. the oh, my God. The what is, is she doing? Green head right? Yeah. yeah. I think she's sending love it to them.
2: assets. It's going to assets. It, it, <laughs> looks, it looks like she's trying to do the the stare of like adoration, but it just. It's it not work. working. It is it not working. Work
3: hey but it uh, worked because we see her that the hardest thing about being a, <laughs> you try to be an extra man like nobody ever sees you in the shop but we see this woman now and we'll never fun forget fact, her that's now. academy award winner meryl streep <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow. to know it. man that's Holy her first shit. role um, let's see he of course does not want to deal with any of this stuff he grabs his mail which includes a diary size package and just leaves he just does what all of us would probably do and be like he just bangs out the window uh as Peace. he walks down what's up I said peace. I'm saying peace what out. Doing. Uh, a group of scary dudes approach him, and you think he's in the shit once again. But guess what? Danny ain't <laughs> in the shit. He's in the penthouse. Uh, Donovan has in, has uh, invited him over. He introduces himself. The Indian shows him half a stone from the mid 12th century, which tells him um, the remaining part of the location to the Holy Grail, the chalice used by Christ the Last Supper, the but the the, the the cup that caught his blood during the crucifixion. Are we looking at the picture? There Sorry, she guys, is, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And, and what you need to understand is like, th- that's just one look, but she's doing this for at least 20 seconds straight. It's so <laughs> it's bizarre <too> looking. She looks <laughs> too much. It's one of the most bizarre things ever, yeah. Um,
4: let's see. Eternal life, the gift of youth from whoever drinks from the grail. Every man's dream, including my father. And Donovan tells him that the the, the myth about the three knights the last year who were charged with protecting the grail and lived hella long. Uh, there are two markers. The one that they found, which is half-broken, and there's one entombed with the uh, one of the knights, uh, which we think is in Venice. Uh, but they had a snag. Their project leader has gone missing. You've got the wrong Jones, man. Why don't you find my father? And Donovan goes, your father was the project what? leader. He's cool the one that's revealed. gone missing.
2: That's, a, that's like, wow, we are getting ready for a movie, everybody. Hell yeah. Sit exactly. the fuck down. Sit the fuck down.
4: Uh, Indy, of course, rushes over to his dad's house to discover it's been ransacked. Uh, thankfully, they didn't find what they were looking for because... Was sent the diary by his dad. That was what was in the mail. Uh, he's got his dad's Grail diary, which uh, which has every clue he has ever followed for the search for the Holy Grail. And he tells Marcus to call Donovan and tell him that we're in. They take off to Venice to meet Dr. Schneider, uh, and we get a cool map thing for the first time, which is cool. And then Henry, oh, yeah. um, Henry Jones is Excuse me, uh, the, to meet to meet Dr. Schneider, who was Henry Jones' assistant. We we're led to believe that it's probably a man. Uh, but before they set off, Donovan tells him to be careful. He says, "quote Don't trust anyone." Now, let me tell you, guys, blessing, if Greg ever says don't trust anyone, he's hiding in your bed. He's hiding somewhere in Definitely your bed. Definitely don't trust
3: me. So usually yeah. the person who says don't trust anybody is, I told you, like, you know they're going to be a bad guy
1: exactly uh, of course i also love that he, that he had a an actual diary like the little adventure diary and i'm mm-hmm. like oh man uncharted yeah <laughs> you motherfuckers oh, yeah. where, where every time
2: you look and you're like wow you're a really good illustrator yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can add a career
1: here. you, you <laughs> could just put this
2: all away become an artist wow
1: there was a moment uh later when uh there's the thing that he has to put the the paper over and like Use the shit to like make the mark, and my first thought was like, "Oh, just take like take a phone out, take a picture." I'm like, "Oh no, times are different. That would suck. It would suck if you had to record all that information down." Uh, We'll get to that part
4: because that is one of the that is one of the questions I always had when I was a kid. I was like, "Wait a minute, he just did a wax uh, drawing, basically, or or whatever they call it, uh, of this rub, rub. a rub. He does a a wax rub with charcoal." on a wax paper and then dives into an ocean of petroleum, comes (laughs) out and that thing is perfect. I'm going to go underneath and open all. my
3: eyes
2: in the yeah. petroleum. Andy, I want you to draw me a picture of
4: Tim and then jump into a fucking vat of gasoline with the picture and tell me if the ink runs a little bit.
2: Yeah, that was a little bit unrealistic. <laughs> <What do you laughs> it a little bit. Of course,
4: you know, we do have a cup that offers eternal life, too. So you got to yeah. spend a little this Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, uh, we get the map. This is where we get the map, excuse me, as they fly to Venice, um, the most stinky of all Italian cities. That's on here, Greg. Uh, and then Dr. Snyder is that true? turns out. It's pretty gross, yeah, because it's all the canals kind of smell kind of gross. Oh. I don't know. I've never, I've never been to um, the South. Oh, I've never say, been I don't there. know. Like Sicily, but, you know, I hear that. I hear that Sicily is pretty stinky, too. Um, Dr. Snyder, it turns out, Tim, is a woman, and so Indy immediately starts flirting with her. And Marcus is like, we have better shit to do here. For online, do you permit me? And she's like, I'll permit you. I don't know. They have a whole thing back here. And I'm like, I'm
3: not. Oh, uh-huh, it's sexy. Uh,
1: they head to the so library. Which she, in- Allison Dottie, duty, duty. Uh, was only 21 Man. during filming this, despite her character being 29 in the script. Harrison Ford was over twice her age, turning 46 during production. Oh, God. He liked it so much, he, when he got out, he married Calista Flockhart.
2: Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah.
3: If you don't know who Calista Flockhart is, she was, of course, Cat in Supergirl. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank she you. Did have a, she did have her
4: old show, her own her own show for quite a few years. But
3: I, for the record, okay, stop. A, a blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. You're a young man. He's what is, it, is, what is the show? Melissa Flockhart was on. I could not <laughs> name. Girl.
2: I couldn't name it either. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Give me, it. me the first letter. A. Felicity. Oh. No. It's Felicity. Felicity. Felicity? Close. That's, That's where you want. are. You, are you even know. aware? I can't who remember. This can't remember is? I can't remember which show she was on. My so-called it was life. Allie was McBeal. everybody.
4: Allie McBeal, we were oh,
3: Allie McBeal. Who is Felicity? That's
2: Carrie Keri Russell.
4: Carrie Russell. Russell. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> which one was <laughs> the, the one where I she was a got spy? You. <gasps> That was alias. Alias. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> right on. You guys, are doing, you guys are on my level right now. I appreciate it. Let's get back into the plot. They head over to the library, which is actually an old deserted church, uh, to take up where Henry left off. Uh, Jones spots, of course, the easiest clues ever, which is the stained glass windows that correlate to the two pillars. But they can't find X until Indy gets elevated and looks down and says, huh, X literally marks the spot. Of course, he's referring to the Roman numeral 10. Uh, and then, I mean, Greg, I have a note in here also. It's like, this is why Kevin and I climb. This is why we used to climb. When Uh, you're
3: five feet above the tallest man in the room, you see the life in a different way. You know, that's why you're part of the climbing climbing community. Tell you what, the tile floors don't look
4: the same when you're 10 feet up. He's just like, this is another another long
3: line intersecting with another line. This isn't anything. You can't see it when it's right in front of your face.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, let us We have a fun scene here, which I always thought was hilarious, where he's like breaking through the floor as the librarian stomp, stamping books. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, Indy and Ilsa hop down to the tomb below. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we get a new character reveal here. K- uh, Chasm, I think, is how he's pronounced his name. And his men sneak up on Marcus and knock him out. Uh, Ilsa spots a painting on the wall that looks oddly familiar. And she says, what is that? And Indy goes, the Ark of the Covenant. And she goes, are you sure? And he goes, Pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> we get a little flare,
6: <laughs> little flare of the Raiders music. Really in the background, quick. I think cool. this is Joey in our chat saying that's neither one of those actresses. Alias was Jennifer Gardner. Yeah, we we yeah, know. Yeah, that Joey. wasn't we the point. That wasn't well, what.
3: You know. uh, Joey, if you want to be in the fucking room, you can be in the fucking room. But he wasn't saying what she was in. This is just how Nick's mm-hmm. brain works. Yeah, okay. he had the wrong show, so then we okay. had to dial it back to where we were. Mm-hmm. But then okay. he's just asking okay. other questions. What yeah. about As Dark Angel? That was Jessica album, Great Galba. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She what married about, what her, about if you Angel? remember the guy from it. If the guy who was like the, the uh, anonymous dude. yeah, Cash
4: yeah,
6: Warren. No, he it's was him. not on Dark Angel. I don't think he was on Dark Angel. You remember like regular, just His Angel? His Cash. Angel Angel. It is cool.
3: One of the reasons I liked Oni so much on PS2 is because I was like, I'm just going to pretend
2: this is a Dark Angel game. You did not like Oni. I don't believe don't, you. I was dude, I <laughs> al- desperate for games on Oni. PS2. Yeah, I liked Oni. <laughs> no, I, played, I played Oni on my uncle's Mac. Weird. Hell yeah. Weird town.
3: Bungie, yeah. right? um, yeah. yep, Bungie Nick, give and Rockstar. Me, g- Nick, give me your pitch for what the game Oni is all about.
4: Oh, Oni's
3: great. Of course, Oni was short
4: for Oni-Saka Onis Tigers, and those are <laughs> one of the best shoes to ever come out of Japan. So, of course, I imagine it's just a business game. You're trying to get out there. You're trying mm-hmm. to get your brand Definitely out there. You're trying shoes. to compete with giants like like Nike and Adidas and all those things. And in the end, you just get uh, you build a company off, you sell it off. Exactly, nailed it. Sorry, back That's to That's how again. everybody
2: else has Adidas. Uh, Adidas, I like it. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. You, you um, watch that
2: shoe documentary.
4: Good night Well, you should read "Shoe Dogs," really good too. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, spies Yeah, and he breaks the wall and finds a well of petroleum, and he fashions. I mean, again, Greg, if you
3: were standing in a well of gasoline, would your first instinct be to fashion a torch? Dude, he gets so close when he's when he's finally climbing the wall. Climbing, just climb in it. And he gets of my. He had fire. Is really
1: close to the. <laughs> What, uh, not like, like that, Even but
2: asking her for the lighter, I would have been, like, really scared about that. I'm like, <laughs> like no, well. sure. Your whole body's oh, yeah. covered in it. It's crazy.
4: Um, let's see. He fashions the torch, and, of course, when he does, uh, he looks down and discovers a ridiculous amount of rats. Dude, I, these I... I say these this movies, is still better man, than the bugs. Still better I, than the bugs.
1: I love I that they no keep way. Going with it. Like, yeah, me too. I love it. It's just like, all right, like, what's the creepiest thing we could put? I'm just impressed with how many rats there were the creative uses of the rats and how yeah. long the rats were in this scene. It's not like there was just one room with rats. Like the rats followed them for like this entire little section here. 2000 rats were bred for the production. They had Ew. to be bred specially as ordinary rats would have been riddled with disease.
2: Oh, so, what Jesus. did they do with them oh. afterward? Just
1: let them loosen. Oh, you yeah, let
2: them go. Yeah, no, back that in was Hollywood. That was them burning up alive. That was actually uh, them burning dude, that up alive. Was, dude,
3: I was watching that, yeah, when it, they have all the rat noises and all these rubber rats. as <laughs> the fire engulfs them.
2: Yeah. Like, fucking I mean, you know, real rats that was in a the lot, 80s. Man.
4: I feel like we need to have a podcast within a podcast right now to rank the snakes, the bugs, and the rats. Oh,
2: wow. So, Andy, Andy can you great. give me this? Yeah. What grosses you out? Is it a snake? Is it a rat? Or is it a bug? perfect what's up everybody (laughs) welcome
4: to is it a snake is it a rat or is it a bug your podcast is a podcast we're gonna rank the disgusting things in all three of the movies so far will there be a fourth one tim in kingdom of the crystal skull who knows uh kicking it off i'm gonna say this here's my list we we don't have to go hard on this one i think the bugs are number one rats number two snakes number three
3: here's my thing I agree. That would be my initial knee-jerk reaction. But are we talking about the threat level presented? Because all the bugs were chill bugs. But if I even people. like. There's rats fucking on top of her at one point, Miss Duty or whatever. Like, she, like, they're in her hair and stuff, and there's, and Harrison Ford, you know, accidentally grazes one. Like, these motherfuckers will bite. I don't care how, they might not have diseases, but they still have rat tendencies. Blessing, I've tried to <laughs> What's breed rat things. Tendency? I've tried to mean? breed things in captivity to see if I can change how they are. You can't change the nature of an animal, all right? So you come in, you
1: squish a rat, that rat's going to be like, hey, that's true. listen, I don't, I don't think that's true at all. I, I don't have a disease. I'm still going to bite you, though, all right? Right? They're dogs, hair. right? Dogs <laughs> safe from wolves. But we know that rats, like when they're in heat, they'll do fucking anything. They'll even like chew through someone's stomach. We've seen it before. We have seen you know, rats. We're rats right. number right. one for me, man.
5: Forget everything. I know. Makes the good point though. That snakes are fucking dangerous. If we're if we're talking about threat level, those snakes look like they'd fuck Indiana. They
3: were gardener snakes, except I mean, for the cobra that was cobra. behind the glass. There yeah, look, there was a cobra, there was cobra there. That was behind that the glass. Was like was what are we? Are we talking <laughs> as? Are we talking as Indiana Jones? Or are we talking? We're prop people here on I'm set. Talking. Talking, I'm
4: talking. here. Let me. I'll stop. I'm talking. Greg Miller. You're the next Indiana Jones. Sure, but.
3: Okay, but and they're like rank your rank your. You, your we need you to dread dread do one of
4: the three scenes. You have to either be covered sure. in snakes, sure, near rats tangentially because there's only a couple on them, or. Well, actually, I, sh- I guess we should say the fucking tarantulas are in there too because there was a fourth tarantulas, which yeah, fuck that. Yeah. We'll just lump those into the insect. I know they're not in- insects, but we'll just but, lump them into the insects.
3: First off, Mr. Spielberg, I want to thank you for bringing me in to be the new Indiana Jones. We were going to cast you in Ghostbusters, but you're just you don't you didn't cut it. You didn't make. The point. I understand. Yeah, I'm happy to be enough. here. I'm glad we're taking Indiana Jones in a Paul Blart <laughs> direction. <laughs> and I'm happy to be the man <laughs> who's Indiana Jones, cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Alan, what you just described, I'd be like, put me in the tub of snakes. Those snakes are chill. Yeah, they're not trying to me fuck too. with anybody. The bugs gross me out. Period. But I, and I was almost ready to do it, and then you mentioned the tarantulas. I'm like, no, thank you. I do not want those tarantulas on me. They're too. They're no, a but, too far. But we're Stick not. Stick bugs, no big deal.
2: We're not just talking about the. Like Nick, are you talking about your Indiana Jones? you're playing Indiana Jones in this movie, or you are Indiana Jones and you have to get the treasure. And there are three ways to get to the treasure. You can go through the room of rats, the room of the bugs and spiders, or the room of snakes. Oh, I'm going, Andy, you're through... doing a great job
3: hosting this podcast. That's great, host. man. You should, host I'm, this going... Podcast.
2: I'm going, I'm going through the, the room of the bugs and spiders. Oh,
5: you're crazy. You're fucking out of your mind.
2: For what
3: you just said, I'm I'm really Indiana Jones, right? And I I have to do this. Yeah, I'm going. I, the door opens and there's a bug room. I am fucking high, stepping through like deon yeah. Sanders all my way. <laughs> yeah, pow, yeah. Pow, just you know yeah. What i mean let's like, fucking go. You're, you're know running what right? with the football. Again. <laughs> you, you can't get me if you're fucking
1: dead. Yeah. I, yeah, I do want to make it really clear that you know something we do often on kind of funny is we'll present a hypothetical and then we spend the next <laughs> ten minutes breaking down the like the rules of it. The rules of it all but like i think one of the most bizarre takes we've ever had is Greg God. Miller's response to this being like, Oh, the Cobra's fine because there was glass up. Because yeah. in the making of the fucking movie. So yeah. it's like in his mind, it was even an option <laughs> that, that Nick was presenting this as if you're an actor and you kind of have to deal with the situation. You have yeah. to be in rooms with <laughs> said creatures. Yeah. Yeah. What saying, I don't know.
3: I just want to know where Nick's head's at, all right. It's sure, We have the you don't know until you no. define it, Timmy. Andy, and you did it perfect.
2: Andy did it perfect. He's Look, like,
3: you are Indiana Jones. There's a treasure. You got to go through to room one of these three. What
2: you going? I th- I think Nick was presenting it the way I was presenting it, but then <laughs> Greg went immediately to, yeah, we are Paul Blarding, the Indiana <laughs> Jones franchise, and that's where it went oh, off the rails. <laughs>
4: Oh my God! Oh, All right, back to the plot. I think we, I think we figured that out. I'm not quite sure what we did. We no, did. We, didn't. <laughs> we got there. We got uh, there. They discover <laughs> the hidden tomb of the night, and they push the lid off as Indy's torch literally drips uh, hot lava into the petroleum. But hey, I guess nothing happens there. Uh, and then they see the shield itself. It has the writing, the remaining of the writing that they need uh, from the Grail tablet. So Indy uses his dad's rub rubbing to copy down the remainder of the inscription as uh, Chasm uses a single batch. To ignite the entire well of petroleum. Not... I guess the match is what you needed. You needed that nice little precision point there, Greg. Yeah, not yeah. the massive uh, lumps of fire that were falling from Indy's torch. It's not the same thing. To just you know? the entire thing. Too much of a good thing, I guess. I hate
2: uh, I, I hate this. I'll tell you why. I'll tell, tell, why, me why. Like tell, tell me why. I don't like this. Tell me why. I don't like that Chasm and, and crew knew that Indy and Homegirl escaped that quickly. Like, there's no way they would have quickly been able to go through that area see where are the bodies they're not here they must have gone up through this sewer like no fucking way any of that happens like they're gonna they assume that they're dead they just assume they're dead indiana jones and homegirl get out of the sewer they're gone free it well,
1: movie's over fair enough i love the sewer shot though it was great
4: Oh, it's cool. It's Where like, they come, yeah, yeah. When they come out of the actual sewer grate yeah. in the street, I think that's amazing. So I thought that was a great shot. Uh, of course, that leads to the boat race, and we get another fucking Steven Spielberg. Again, like, I'm going to fucking kill them all with a propeller. You can't stop me. There's no fucking airplanes in this, Steve. I'm going to fucking Dude. get a boat propeller out of the water and fucking <laughs> chop all
1: the fucking heads off.
2: <laughs> Yo, have you ever awesome. seen a boat with a fucking that propeller
1: shit. that far out? It was awesome. Yeah, This, this is one of the the many moments of this franchise kind of like building on things that had done in the past and it's like when you see the propeller it's like oh yeah this is this is the bigger batter version of what we saw before i love that and i also love how many chase sequences are in this movie like they must have made it a goal to be able to have a chase without we got a chase on boats we got a chase in planes we got a chase on, on in a train we got to chase every every way you could chase on feet we're doing it and they're all entertaining Good for I them.
5: love the dude cr- trying to call Indiana on the bluff of like, "Hey, I, if I die, you die here," and like that's the third time in, this, in these movies that that's happened. Mm-hmm. And for real, like Indiana, will, Indiana seemed like he was about to go all the way. Until the last moment, he was like,
2: "Okay, no, I'm not in this. I what's, can't do this." Oh, but what's the final line he says? Because he's like, he says, "He's my like, soul I, yeah, prepared. I'm, I'm prepared to
5: like lose my soul or something." Yeah. yeah have
2: you? My soul like, is oh, at So he's cool,
5: like, dude. "Yeah." He's
4: like, "If we don't, he's like, if you, if if you don't tell me, I'm gonna kill him." He goes, "You're gonna kill us both." He goes, "Well, I'll kill us both." He goes, well, kill us both then he goes, "My soul is prepared. How's yours?" Yeah. yeah. And he's that's like, fuck. Is, I ain't prepared to that's, die. That's yeah. such a
2: fucking baller ass line. That's the coolest thing anybody's ever said in this whole franchise. I would have preferred he said, "Your soul is mine." I would have preferred him to say that shit. Oh, Mortal Kombat trailer. It looks real good, so good. Oh, yeah. gotta, watch it gotta watch it still gotta watch it still of course chasm
4: and his men are part of something called the brotherhood of the cruciform sword blessing sure write Just that down it. and they've been protecting the girl for a thousand years why do you seek the cup of christ he asks indy is it for his glory or yours and then indy lets him go chasm's Believe like hey you scurvy. let me go so uh, i'll tell you where your father is being hidden in a castle on the border of austria and germany Um, Marcus and Indy decipher the remaining text on the tablet And figure out the key to finding the grail Which is the starting point Alexandretta Remember that name Because that is the name that gives uh, uh, Sean Connery an orgasm Every time you say it Alexandretta (laughs) Oh my god I need to punch Tim Indy tells Marcus to get a hold of Sala and heads to Ilsa's room to tell her the good news but when he gets there he discovers his room and her room have been <gasps> ransacked <gasps> dun, dun, she dun. didn't hear a thing because Greg those old timey radios are really fucking loud she was rocking my- to some records man
5: I was very confused I was like how in the world did they go through both of these people's rooms and they had no idea within those space remember, seconds I, it seems like
4: I thought of that too when I first saw this and obviously it's, it's a red herring know. So how I long
5: like, is the shower that she's sense. taking
4: a lot of Every beans year, you know and back in the day, Blessing, it took a long time for people to get ready. It was slower People back were then. really Water dirty back then. They had to take out. Showers. Yeah. Remember, they just, they long showers. Remember, they just bathed in know? a well of petroleum, so it probably takes a little while to get that smell off you. It's true. Bindi's um, still trying to get rid of snakes. He's just yeah, flying them everywhere. God damn! I got another. I found it's another Thirty sand. years. <laughs> I think they're inside me, multiplying now, Dad. I gotta go to the proctologist. Uh, let's see. They get into it and they start yelling at each other and then they make out. Ah, Venice. Uh, we get the map again. This time they're driving, but it still works. Greg, Indy gains entrance to the castle um, by under the guise of wanting to see the tapestries, uh, and then the butler's like, "Bro, if you're fucking Scottish royalty, I'm Mark Hamill." So Indy just knocks his ass out. Um, and then they the discover, Mark Hamill. It's, it's Nazi. I couldn't think of anything, man. I got Mark Hamill came out Star Wars, Lucas. Yeah.
0: Um,
4: and then they discover that this place is actually Nazi headquarters. Um, Indy discovers a door with an alarm on it and, and extrapolates. That's where they're holding his dad. So they go over to the other room and he swings in next door when he does. Of course he gets broken over the head with a Ming boss because Henry Jones is just not used to all this shit. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry about your head. And he's like, why did you fucking do that? He goes, I thought you were one of them. And he goes, they use the door. And he goes, all oh, right, that makes sense. Uh, but he's more concerned. This is the first time we get a sense of the relationship of them. He's more concerned with the Ming Vaz than he is with his son's head uh, because he doesn't want to destroy anything from history.
1: This is also Ancient. the Sean Connery reveal, right? It is. That's right. Yeah. yeah, We haven't seen him yet. That's right. Bless. What did that do for you?
5: I didn't put it together that it was Sean Connery until like 10 minutes later where I was like, this guy sounds really familiar. What's up with this? And I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit, it's him. And I, thought, I mean, I'm not like the biggest Sean Connery fan. You know, I appreciate Sean Connery from James Bond and all that stuff, but I, he's not somebody I go crazy for. And so when I realized it, I was like, damn, that must have been a pop when that happened back in the day. Like, people Can must have been like, oh, snap. Yeah, that's like watching, I don't know, the, the next Avengers movie. And or no, like Will Smith Interstellar with, Mar-
2: with, Mark- with Matt Damon. I was going to say Mark Damon. I don't have Damon. a good like, analogy. But... Is it
3: like that, or is it like they saw the movie poster and saw his face on it, and they're like, Oh,
5: they
4: had, had no, is no idea. They had
5: no idea." No, I
2: said Interstellar. Yeah. I said Interstellar. I changed. Um, the name.
3: Um,
4: Indy tells his dad about Alexandretta and the old man flips out. And then Henry wishes he could have been there to see the knight's tomb. And he tells him about the rats and he goes, Oh, I don't like rats. And then the Nazis want the diary because they're after the grail. Thankfully, Henry sent it as far away as possible, except Indy brought it to him. And then he goes, too. You don't, you, you think uh, they get they get obviously captured by the Nazis. And then he goes, You don't, you think my son would be that stupid? And then Indy's like, Oh, fuck, I brought it here. Of course, then Indy uh, takes one of the machine guns away from the Nazi and kills them all. And his dad's like, Holy shit, you're a cold blooded murderer. How could I have possibly raised you? And he goes, Well, this is what happen when you don't talk to your kid for fucking 30 years dad i develop homicidal tendencies
3: make uh, when they get greek. out
4: hmm? making
3: me count in greek
4: exactly uh when they get out they discover ilsa has been held hostage by vogel but henry's like dude she's a nazi don't trust her but andy's like no dude I, I like her a lot because she I, I got to make out with her and he's like don't trust her man so indy throws the gun down but it turns out you should always listen to your elders barrett uh indy asks that annoyed me a little what? bit <laughs> like i wish
5: sean connery was like by the way i know she's a nazi because x y and z he was just yeah. like she's a nazi don't trust her and, and he's just like well i know her right like I, I don't know a little bit of dialogue could have solved that whole situation yeah Probably. I, I bet
2: you some stuff was cut that would, could have helped out a lot <laughs>
4: potentially uh, of course she double crosses them and he goes i told you uh oh this is where we say we get the i told you don't call me junior line that was right before that right before
1: he kills the other nazis but uh her, he her dad, turning like in the moment didn't surprise me because it was extremely telegraphed and her saying sorry was like that's really fucking bizarre and weird but before this scene i was convinced that the dude was going to turn on them not the not her so i was like all right that's actually some pretty Uh, cool shit that i i didn't who donovan um i forget his name the weird dude that ends up in the tank later Donovan, yeah yeah. oh oh vogel you mean the the ss guy or the guy
2: the good guy it's
1: a good guy Uh, donovan okay that ends up not turning bad
3: oh marcus Marcus.
4: Yeah, yeah Marcus, yes. the guy
1: who's from yeah, the school. Yeah, yeah. yeah that does from the
3: got lost in his own museum. Yeah, yeah there yes. was a moment for me too. even I'm super rusty on it. And then I guess future spoilers, I I know that Indy has a you know a, a soft spot for Marcus. So it was like I was like when they came into that room, I weren't sure we're out to get to right? And there's mm-hmm. the guy in the chair. That's where I thought. I was like, wait, da, is it Marcus? And then it wasn't another was like, guy. Uh
4: of course, uh when they get tied into the chair, uh Indy's like, How did you know she was not? And he goes, She talks in her sleep. And he's like, Oh no my Eskimo brothers with my dad. Uh, that was very out, fucking weird. It was weird. It was a weird call. I always thought that was a little strange that I was like, that would be kind of an interesting thing that I would never, ever, ever fucking talk about with my dad.
3: I would just, this is the end happens. of the eighties, man. You know it's what I Sean mean? Connery. It was wild. This woman was clearly just another hole for them. They have no emotions at all tied to it. She is strictly there for sex. And it's like, no, nah, neither of them care. That's weird, but okay. Yeah, we but I it also, it also, I do like the fact, and I know this is, you know, the meta for the uh, 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 viewer, but of like him being James Bond, him being Indiana Jones and being womanizers, both is kind of their shtick, right? And like the fact that they the Indiana Jones movies have churned through women throughout, this is an interesting it's very weird and almost uncomfortable, but then it also is like oh, that's a weird nod to, of course Sean Connery, even if he was just Sean Connery on this adventure or whatever, if he was Dr. Jones on this adventure would still have this kind of love affair.
1: Yeah, that was Wait, the only he, thing that though? for Did was Sean it Connery yes. actually have sex with her? Yes. Yeah. Huh. Later okay. on, oh, yeah. later
3: on, they have a different conversation oh, yeah. when you're you're old enough to be her fa- You're old enough to be her grandfather. Well, yeah, you can't oh, afford yeah, me yeah. for having the whatever he says about being yeah, a man, yeah, yeah, being a normal yeah. man. But they're just no, like, man, that's you know, women—they're great to have sex with. The the yeah. only
5: reason this this. Uh, sold it for me it was just because it was Sean Connery. Like, if it was any other actor, I'd, I would have been like, okay, this is a really weird thing. But I immediately caught the fact that they're like, okay, yeah, this Indiana Jones, that's James Bond. They're banging in every single one of their films. And so it lines up in that way. I will also say, though, that I do like the fact that they have the twist here of her, of her being bad because that's kind of been, over the course of watching the first two films, the smallest complaint for me... Well, small complaint for me in the first film, bigger complaint for me in the second film, where the way that they treat women has just been, like, all over the place, where... Very much, Willie was just there to be there and to be a whole for Indiana Jones. Marion, I like better, but she still kind of had that thing of, oh yeah, she's here to be pretty for all these multiple different characters that are going to womanize do and do all this stuff. At least in the third film, for her to have that twist of, actually, I'm a bad guy and I'm doing all this shit and I'm tricking you, felt like she had kind of ownership over what she was doing a little bit, I, which I appreciate.
3: I appreciate that. And I also appreciated her having that, deviating from the nazis thing you know what i mean where she is there and they're burning the books which i know you're gonna get to in a second nick but like having her tear up and walk away and then when she gets confronted by indiana jones right she doesn't scream it is like listen i'm in this for the similar reason to you i'm there for the chalice not the nazis or whatever like it gave her another dimension where she wasn't just a bad she wasn't the the turn here wasn't her last character growth moment
1: uh going back to the the sean connery and her thing though i didn't like it uh, especially because what I did really like about the character development of him and Indy was that Indy isn't the son of this legendary archaeologist that's also a total fucking badass. Like it's that's like the normal story we see all the time where it's like oh there was a generation before me where he was fucking cool. This one's like nah, this, this his dad is just a dope ass archaeologist. <laughs> like that's it. Sure, you know. Uh, so that add the womanizing stuff like just it doesn't add up for like because he's not James Bond in this. That's why I think it's more of a wink and nod to
3: us than it is to the thing. Uh, And I I mean, like, and it's, I mean, he's, even though he's not the adventurer, the swashbuckler, the Nathan Drake, the Indiana Jones, right? He is still just a cool dude going on adventure, super into his work, and that's attractive to people. Uh, yeah, we, I kind of took course. it that way
5: too. Of like, there's some things he took from his dad, and then other things they just straight up didn't. And so, like the womanizing thing, I just took as okay, that's a that that's a thing that he grew up with and probably they had got women charm in and out. The farm, the family got, got, charm. got charm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was. I think I thought it was decent for that one moment of levity where they are tied together, and she goes, "I'll always enjoy my time," or, or "I had a great time with you," or whatever. And Sean Connery thinks she's talking to him, but she's talking to Indy. I I feel like that moment was. Fine and funny, and I I got to chuckle out of that. But the fact that they keep on kind of bringing it up, it's like, all right, man, you're making this like it doesn't need to be this gross. <laughs> like, just stop, please stop bringing it up.
4: Uh, as we continue on, of course, it is revealed that Donovan is a bad guy as well. <gasps> he orders Snyder to take the diary back to Berlin for their progress, and he's like, you should have, you should have. Taking my advice I told you not to trust anyone and he's like well literally like that's not what people say when they say that I'm supposed to trust you Indy uh, goes on a tirade of how much he's like you're never going to find that diary uh, or the, the map Marcus has it and he's blending in he speaks a million languages and he's got friends in every port and all this stuff is going to happen you'll never find him and Then it cuts to Marcus and he is lost as fucking Turkey he is totally overwhelmed and is about to get he speaks
3: 17 languages yeah. he'll, uh, he'll
4: blend in and then he says does
3: anyone speak English or yeah. Latin <laughs> <Excuse laughs> hello does anyone speak English <laughs>
4: Uh, And then, of course, thank God Sala is there. He spots him and he takes him, but he does. The Nazis immediately grab him uh, and they try to uh, pass themselves off as being from the um, Office of Antiquities and to which Sala's like, there's no Office of Antiquities here in Turkey. Run. Um, They run over and he hides him in what he thinks is a shop, but it turns out it is the back of a a truck with a Nazi uh, swastika emblem on it. This is my favorite running gag.
5: In this, in this whole series, the fact that people keep going into things that are owned by Nazis or bad people.
4: Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Well, in the 30s, they were everywhere. They were trying to take over literally the world. Uh, but also the idea
2: that John Reese davies doesn't turn around and be like, like kick that guy's ass because those yeah. two people sneak off, you know, shut the hatch. It's just like, man, everybody's kind of in on this. But we're not really <laughs> worrying about the actual, like, impact of, oh, yeah, those guys are bad guys, too, John. Like, don't just kind of sit there and be like. Wow, and then, then go on to the next scene. It was just kind of silly. Like, a lot of these moments, I think, take me out of the movie because I, I am invested in, like, the relationships, and I want to see what happens with, with the, you know, towards the, the, the end of the movie and the climax of everything. But little silly moments like that just kind of take me out of it, and I, I don't love them even though I feel like I
1: should. I don't know. It's weird. Before we move on with the plot, let me tell you about our sponsors. Je ne sais quoi. In case you don't speak French, that means I don't know what, which I never knew, but now I knew thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app. One of Greg Miller's goals for New Year was to learn a new language, and Babbel has made the whole process addictively fun and easy with bite-sized lessons that he'll actually be able to use in the real world. And not just a new language, specifically French, so that he can expertly speak to his wife, jean Vieve. Uh Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a language on the go, unlike the infamous language classes we took in high school. God, I hated those. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll get to use in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but... Babbel lessons were created by over a hundred language experts. That's pretty cool. Uh, With Babbel, you can choose 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus their Babbel speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use code MORNING. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Use code MORNING for an extra three months free. Babbel.com. Use the code MORNING. Babbel. Language for life. Back to the plot.
4: Um... Henry tries to use Indy's lighter to burn through the ropes, and then immediately drops it, which sets the whole place on fire. Uh, Donovan gets news that they immediately found Marcus, so he's like, great. Um, we've been in an order to eliminate the American conspirators." Germany has declared war on the Jones boys. Fun scene where they, keep, they start spinning around the fireplace, and then they see the Nazi woman, and she's like, and she smiles at him and then screams, alarm, and then everything breaks fucking crazy. Uh, Indy breaks free, and they hide on the top of the fireplace, knock out the guards, uh, head up to the top of the thing. Love uh, the set piece.
1: Uh, just yeah, the entire they, thing it's such great great fun action and it just constantly spinning and just the gags from all of it class yeah
4: um let's see uh indy is like how the hell, the hell do we get out of here and there's like a spiral staircase on the floor but he doesn't know how to how to trigger it and then when henry sits down he like falls down the staircase and stuff like that uh they go down to the boatyard. uh indy frees one of the boats and henry gets into it and he throws him like his thing as he throws it back to him he's like we're not getting the fucking boat dad uh we're letting it loose to as a diversion, uh, and I was like, "What
3: a smart play! Yeah,
2: let yeah, them get in the boat smart. and chase the boat." And literally, they like put one foot in the boat and they immediately bust out in their
3: motorcycle.
2: I was like, "All hey, right, you could have could have given yourself more time, man. man. You could have had like you could have waited in there for another ten minutes. It would have been long gone, been totally fine." They, like, I again, this is another one of those moments where I, the moments are kind of enjoyable and fun to watch these characters do these things, but they start to just kind of accidentally fall into these situations a little too much with. The 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 swiveling door, as much as I enjoy it, it's like, all right, that's cool. And then the seat that then reveals the staircase it's like, God, you guys just keep on accidentally, you know, kind of figuring these things out. And it kind of makes you look like fucking buffoons. And you guys are like scholars. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want you all to kind of more intelligently figure out some of these puzzles rather than just happen upon them back to back. Like the back to back was a little too much for me.
4: Uh, we get a cool action scene here, though, that includes Andy jousting with a Nazi on motorcycles uh, and then throwing the romance of that, his stick. Through the spokes of another tire, launching the dude into the fucking air. Um, also, the whole the whole time, Henry is pretty nonplussed at this thing. Uh, they reach a crossroads, but Henry tells them they have to go to Berlin to get his diary. And he's like, We already have the diary. We know where we're going. He goes, No, you don't understand. Once we get to the grail, we're going to face three challenges. All of those are outlined in the diary. And he goes, well, What are them? He goes, I can't fucking remember. I need, mean, that's why I wrote it all down. Clearly, you'd
3: remember him. Mean, he's like, No, I wrote them down so I wouldn't have to, have
4: remember, to remember them. them. Uh, let's see. And then this is where they argue for the first time. They actually have a flat out argument where he's like, This is an obsession with yours, and I've never understood it, and neither did mom. And he goes, Oh,
1: yes, she did all too well. Um, then he talks to him. Oh, course, yeah, going, she did. Yo, oh, this conversation did. sucks. This is like straight up exposition you know, of like, Don't do it this way. Like, oh, man, like you're going to tell us the entire life story of this woman in four sentences. Didn't oh, for work for me at all. Yeah,
4: yeah I'm with you. Interesting uh berlin nazis are burning books indy knocks out a guard and takes his clothes and we see hitler waving to his troops Uh, Ilsta has a moment where she cries while watching all the books burn because she has allied herself with these uh this newly formed nazi party that's going fucking crazy we get a little little humanizing for her like we were talking about earlier Uh, indy catches up to her and takes the diary from her and he's like she's she believes in the grail not the swastika and he says yes but you stood up you stood up to be counted with the enemy of everything the grail stand or enemy? excuse me you stood up to be counted with the enemy of everything that the grail stands for. Who gives a damn what you think? Um, and he takes it away from her, walks away. Uh, as, he do, as he does, of course, they get caught up in the crowd. And This always gave me anxiety as I was a kid because they get pushed in and he turns around and he's face-to-face with fucking Adolf Hitler, who then takes the book out of his hand and signs it and then lets him on their way. Tim Getty has
1: been kind of funny.
3: I'll answer your question before I even ask you, Tim. That is the real Hitler. <laughs> Holy shit, really?
1: <laughs> uh, my question for you is before going into these movies, if I told you that uh Indiana Jones gets an autograph from Hitler, <laughs> would you have believed me? No, not at all. <laughs> this brought, I, I I love this movie because it
5: brought me back to uh Wolfenstein too, because there's a, like a similar kind of scene that goes on in that, in that oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I was hyped. I was like, yo, I can't believe they went for it. <laughs> they did it, and like they the way that did it. the way that he hands the the exact book that fucking Hitler is looking for, right? To him. Hitler signs it not realizing it's the book and hands it back and that's just like the end of it. I thought it was hilarious and was so well done. I loved it. Same.
1: Totally, totally right this in there. I got some facts for you here. Uh, most of the uniforms worn by the Nazis uh, in the book burning scene are authentic Nazi uniforms, not replicas. Wow. Uh, a cache oh, of shit. old uniforms was found in Germany and obtained by costume designer Anthony Powell to be used in the movie. Uh, for the scene at the Nazi rally when Indiana confronts Elsa and steals back the diary, Steven Spielberg had all of the extras who did the Nazi salute uh, put their hand, their other arms behind their backs and crossed their fingers. <laughs> Smart. Like, all right. Smart. <laughs> Maybe, right. that, that
0: maybe
5: ask to get their hands. Like Steven Spielberg got his hands on fucking Nazi uniforms and everybody's just like, yeah, that's cool.
2: Maybe ask that guy <laughs> where he Isn't got weird. Maybe, maybe ask him where he got him. Yeah. like, <laughs> like so how'd you get all these? Uh, just, like, is, I there, is there not a government or a organization truck. that's like, we should
5: keep, like, we should hold on to these? That's weird. <laughs>
4: It <laughs> fell off a truck. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, then they take the first flight out of Germany, which is not a flight at all per se, but it is a very real-looking Zeppelin. Man, that effect did not age well. So
1: real. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is another thing. Bless. Mm. I'm watching this, and my first thought when I see this blip is I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, that's a big-ass blip. Where the fuck do they keep blimps? And I started thinking about it, and then it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God. A week ago. One of 25 blimps. Yep. I saw, I saw Bless tweet about there just can't be that many blimps in the world. And I was like, that's a fucking random thing. Like, why did he say that? And it all just came together. And I'm like, there you go. Blips are fucking weird, guys. They're crazy. There's
6: it's only true. 25 of them. Only 25. 25 the like, Even like the fucking, uh, like, a Goodyear blimp. That's one mm-hmm. of 25. Yep. Wait, hold on.
1: The 25 was a real number? Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a real a number. A look it up. There's yeah, facts, only 25
5: Tim. blimps in the world that
1: exist. That's so fucking weird. I feel Unless like i just joking because they must take up so much room. <laughs> no, that was the that the <laughs> It dead gets even crazier aspects. according
3: to Google. Yeah, today the consensus is that there are about 25 blimps still in existence and only about half of
6: them are still in use for advertising Whoa. purposes. Oh. I feel like what the fuck? I think there's like only a cool like thing, thing that I've actually people. seen a blimp in real life. I did I never thought it was like a fucking big thing, but now it's I like,
5: believe there are only 100 something people that actually have licenses to pilot blimps. Wow.
1: Blips seem like they are a much more common thing in our lives than yep. the facts that are being stated here. It's like wow. quicksand.
5: We're like you go your, you go your whole life thinking that there's going to be some situation Yeah, where but like, like I've quicksand. actually seen a blip in my life. Like yeah, yeah, I've, I've never seen, seen quicksand. Yeah. Yeah,
6: yeah. I've never seen quicksand.
2: Man. We, we yeah, should also, we should, we should do scary. it once.
3: We should get a kind of funny blip to fall, fly over something important. There's only
2: Why? ever like 20 football games ever happening, so that makes sense.
4: Uh, of course, Vogel <laughs> catches up God. with them, and up, he spots Andy. Henry. And this is where we get the <laughs> the this is where we get the no ticket line uh, and the great scene that no everyone ticket. rushes to get their tickets out immediately. Uh, and then Indian and Henry sit down for the first real time and have a quiet drink. Uh, that they've had ages and any regrets never having connected with his father. he said, uh, you know, and then, but Henry's like, dude, I was a wonderful father. And he's like, really? When? He goes, well, I taught you self reliance. He's like, I never asked you to do your homework and that stuff. And he goes, no, you taught me that I was less important than people who have been dead for a thousand years. We've hardly spoken in 20 years. And then Henry says, you left just when you were becoming interesting. Which is such a fucked up thing to tell your kid. Uh, Totally missing the point there, of course. Uh, But then, uh, before they can go on farther, Indy notices that the Zeppelin is turning around. He goes, fuck, I thought they'd take a little bit longer to notice that I destroyed their radio. Um, Not like they're using that thing every five seconds. Um, So apparently, the Zeppelin, every Zeppelin comes with a little biplane below. So they get in that thing. And he goes, I don't know, you can fly a plane. He goes, fly, yes, land, no. This is going to be an adventure. They get chased by a couple of German uh, fighters, and Henry accidentally chews up their brother with a machine gun. He blames them on the Germans. He's like, Sorry, son, they got us. Uh, and then they land in a farm below. Uh, and as the fighters uh, hail bullets down on them, they hide uh, behind a little berm, And Henry is like just beside himself. He's like, These people are trying to kill us. And he goes, I know, Dad. He goes, Well, it's a new experience for me. And the indie says, Well, it happens to me all the time. Uh, they steal a dude's car Who was just changing his tire He'll never get that car back uh, And they head into the tunnel Where one of the planes Tries to go after them That crashes And then shoots so out the cool. other end uh, And then they get bombed The plane uh, The car lands there But does not explode so they get out uh, and then Henry gets a bright idea while they're on the beach to remember his Charlemagne. Let my enemies be the rock on the trees.
5: Quee,
3: quee, quee, quee,
4: quee, 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 Yeah, <laughs> uh, Indy shows a moment of pride for his dad, too, because his dad helped take that plane down. Uh, and then we're off. The Nazis pay off uh, the local sultan with a Rolls Royce that he gives them everything they need to go after the Grail. As uh, Chasm spies on them, Indy catches up with Sala, and they catch up with the Nazis. Uh, the Nazis spot Indy's sniper glint. Uh, And open fire They probably should have Talked to Chris Anka To get a better scope On that thing Yeah Uh, Chasm's been fired back And all hell breaks loose But Chasm is killed In the shootout Um, Indy steals some horses While Henry tries To rescue Marcus But he gets caught Great line While he's getting slapped Uh, While uh, Henry starts Getting slapped by Vogel He's like Where's the diary What is this Why did you think And he goes What does the diary Tell you uh, that it doesn't tell us And he catches his hand for a second he says, it says that goose-stepping morons like you Should try reading books instead of burning them I was like, good fucking line delivery uh, Then we get the best action sequence in the movie Indy versus the tank uh, Notable moments here A car gets stuck on the tank's barrel So they blast it off uh, yep. Indy kills three Nazis with one bullet Henry kills a man with ink And then blasts a truck full of Nazis to smithereens And then Indy whips his dad to safety uh, On one of the treads And Vogel meets his end by riding the tank off the cliff Lift, with, a couple of things a very, here another very of, real effect looking
1: exactly a lot of things here so when indiana's bag is caught on the tank's gun and is being dragged along the wall no stunt man was used harrison ford did it himself the crew just went along with shovels tipping dirt and clay on him from above as with the other indiana jones movies harrison ford did many of his own stunts according to the stuntman Vic armstrong he had to pull forward to one side and be like yo dude let me do some work man come on which is great and then yeah uh barrett i'm actually gonna send you a clip that i want us to watch together because the tank going off the the side of the cliff and uh the guy dying is pure art pure movie magic for sure so terrible and it's another the the, thing the, where I'm sure it looked great back then, but now with the being exposed in HD, it's like, yeah. oh no! The little well, fake body and the it looks <laughs> like, yeah, it looks like the body's glued to it. So when yeah. it falls off, it's still holding on to little yeah. to the to the, the model so uh, go to bad. 21 seconds or like uh, go to like 16 seconds in there but a quarter scale model of the tank was driven over a 50 foot cliff on location so that like that was real that was a physical thing <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just the J. Uh, but
1: then uh, true, right? ilm created further shots of the tank's destruction with models and miniatures <laughs> so that's here we that's hilarious this but then look at this look at these toys here yeah Barry, you can go uh, i think you can use the, so the, buddy. It's so awesome! awesome.
2: <laughs> it's, it's the action figure. Like, hold. It looks like he's holding on for dear life. <laughs> oh, so, so good
4: bad. Yeah, they they use like effects like this and like, like <laughs> Robocop too. Which I love it. I love seeing really it. It's like so bad. I love it um of course we get a moment here where henry realizes holy shit Andy might be dead and he's like "Wait, well, i never really even knew him i never got to tell him anything uh while meanwhile andy's climbing back up the, the side of the cliff and he stumbles over to look over with him with everyone who's like looking over the cliff he's like what the fuck's going on and they're all happy that he's there um he, he drops to the ground after hugging his dad and then is i like this shot too because the hat just rolls back into frame like hey you're not done yet um Let's see, uh, Indy uses his father's, okay, sorry, uh, Indy, Henry, and Sala, uh, they ride through this the cool uh, uh, Crescent Moon, I think is what it's called, the Valley of the Crescent Moon, uh, and they sneak up on the Nazis once they get to what I always thought was a, like, one of the coolest set pieces ever, and I remember how unbelievably, like, I was like, holy shit, no way, that, the the stuff, the, the temple built into the side of um, the rock wall is a real place, and I learned that when I was a kid, I was like, what, the, are you fucking kidding me, that's, That's really cool that someone made that. Of course, it doesn't have all the intricate traps and shit in there. They've checked. Um, Once inside, they get caught by the Nazis immediately um, as they are auditioning people to go in there and try to pass the challenges. But everyone keeps losing their head, if you know what I mean, Greg. (laughs) I do because it keeps getting chopped off.
5: And then we get like a
2: total Red Skull uh, Captain America moment right here. It's like... These Nazis, they want this and that. They're they fucking—they're—they're they're so small-minded, you know? I want something greater. I was like, wow, that's like I'll be
3: here of... after Hitler's gone the way of the dodo.
4: Yeah. And so he's like, you're going to help me find it, Indy? And, and he's like, I'm not helping you do shit. And he goes, and he's like, you, shooting me won't get you what you want. And he goes, I know that. So he shoots Henry. And he's like, you they have only one chance to save him, the whole grail. And he's like, dude, it's a fucking myth. It's not going to work, bro. And he's like, well, whatever. Uh, so, of course, Indy uses his father's uh, diary to one by... Bi- the challenges the first of which is the penitent man will pass tim if i told you the penitent man will pass did you think you'd need to kneel and then immediately panda roll
1: nope because <laughs> that's yeah, definitely be not like. the, the that's what i'm talking about but like this movie like lacks a little bit of cleverness you know well it was clever well, back then. well i mean I he like, said oh, the, the cool. man the, i mean wait what was the line the what?
2: The
4: penitent man
2: will pass. The penitent. No, but man he said like something about bow, and that was the what penitent man kneels before God, is what he said. That's yeah, what that Andy like,
3: does when he finally puts it together. Yeah. yeah, which I would have told you. I mean, in the beginning, if it was like, it just is you know, Nick, a uh, little bit of church. We remember, right? Like, if there's something your, your penance or whatever, and you're doing you a physical get you challenge, you're like oh, I got yeah, to kneel. <laughs> yeah, but I would not have thought for that second one. No, the panda kneels, roll, I would have been cut rolls. in half, and I'd be like, come the fuck on, really? Yeah, yeah. We're
1: missing a yeah, second bit of that. The what does they say about pass
3: and then roll over your shoulder?
1: Yeah, I mean, Panda's <laughs> huge
4: into the uh, Catholic mythology. Nick. for sure. There's only Nick's been son. one
3: panda in the history history of Catholicism that was given sainthood. Mm. His name John, was Choo Choo. He lived, <laughs> <Choo-choo Panda. laughs> Hello, panda. lived in Hello, Choo Choo. Japan zoo, Tokyo I used to have a little. He used to have an amulet. In the Saint Peter's Cross, it he saved there. thirteen <laughs> children from Greg the zoo. <laughs>
2: When Greg starts a sentence. <laughs> got him just, out.
3: Got him out of their cages.
2: <laughs> save them from the zoo.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. When Greg starts a sentence, I don't know if he's going to pick from something that has already been created or if it's mm-hmm. all coming from up mm-hmm. here. Well, I just YouTube Choo Choo
1: the Panda and it it's very much real. Oh, it. cool. Got really? You. There is a choo-choo Did the he panda. He save
5: children from the zoo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't you like cool. to know? <laughs> Turns out he ate a child. He just ate a child in front of his <laughs> Uh
4: The second, of course, of the challenges, proceed in the footsteps of the Lord. Seems pretty simple, but you have to remember, in Latin, Jehovah is spelled with an I. And Love so he steps in the wrong one and falls through first. And he's like, fuck. And he echoes his father's statement. He's like, damn it, you idiot. In Latin, Jehovah starts with an I. So he spells it with the right way. Um, gets Loved the third it. challenge, which is my so personal good. favorite, the path of God, which is a literal leap of faith. Uh, And I always loved this part when I was a kid because I think it's really cool visual effect. Uh, It is really cool. He figures it out and then throws sand on it, and I'm like, did at no point in a thousand years did anything fall on this thing? I digress. (laughs) Uh, Once inside the chamber. He discovers an actual uh, living knight who is still there, uh, the third of the knights who was protecting the Grail. But when the, the old man tries to tries to fucking throw hands at Indy, he just falls over and he's like, "Shit, you've bested me. You must be my replacement. Um, congratulations." And he's like, "No, I'm not your replacement." I he tries to tell him, "Hey, the Nazis are coming," but then he's like, "Fuck, how do I explain what Nazis are?" And he's like, "Okay, well," and then it's too late. Donovan and Elsa are there. and even Kind of Funny.
2: Nick, when we're talking about this old man, I always wonder about. You know, did he go in there that old or?
4: No, I think he just throughout the years, I think As he was he's... a young man when he was a knight, but throughout the years,
6: he's just aged.
2: Because I always wonder that about elves in Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they can't die, they they, they live for thousands, of th- but how, like, how, like, when the does their the body tell how... them
6: to stop, like, aging,
2: right? Yeah, yeah how, how, like, we look at Elrond, he obviously looks older than, you know, Galadriel or, um, Eowyn, you know, I just, I wonder what, at what point, did, like, you don't die, but you're still aging really, 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 really slowly. Well, so I have you to imagine die.
4: at a certain point he's like, this sucks. I'm just going to stop drinking the water from the cup. <laughs> And is just, that
5: how it works? Like, do you have to keep drinking the water? That's the question I had. I thought I you just so. like drank once
2: and it worked. Mm, I got a piss. Made me wonder is Indiana Jones and his
5: dad? <laughs> like I thought I'm, Indiana Jones and his dad were about to be immoral for a second because he's like, Yeah, hey
2: it. Nazi, go drink from that thing. Indy, I've been pissing in it the whole time, don't you? Like, <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> was, was my first thought too. When the out. one guy
3: starts melting into it and he's like over it, I was like, I mean, all right, well clearly we're gonna have to still drink out of that, so get away before you barf in it or whatever the hell you're about to do.
4: You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like right over it and stuff, like fuck off, man. Loose James joining us, what's going
3: on.
0: Did someone say Lord of the Rings?
3: Hey, Lucy! L- oh my God! L- Lucy, hey, Andy hi, Lucy. has a question about your nerdy Lord of the Rings. When do elves stop aging?
0: Oh, I have no idea. Get you know here, what I mean, Lucy? Fan. Like I
2: feel, I feel like it's something we haven't really talked What's about sh- because I, What's whenever, obviously, elves are immortal; they cannot die. Right? Unless obviously, they are killed, but. But you know they they age right. We mm-hmm. where I mean, it's like it's like pigeons. Where are the baby pigeons? You know where are the where the child British kids? You know.
0: Okay, well the child British kids are around. Hmm. You know, never seen They're them. They always dress
4: them in crazy. like ties and stuff. They look like little adults. Lucy James, I don't
6: yeah. I don't think I've we've ever seen you as a child. So yeah, That's a great point. I don't know. Oh, I
0: have terrible pictures of me as a child.
6: I feel like I yeah, parents
0: I when I was like four. So I was just I looked like a small old man.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Got You're, proving point. Point. You're, proving You're proving our point. <laughs> You're proving our <laughs> point.
0: That's why. It's, that's what all old men are in the UK. Children. Oh so shit. I just so I just don't oh, wow. so that's... I
2: just don't know how uh you know, do elves age, they get older, they start to look older. I don't know. I don't maybe maybe it's is. a
0: kind of thing like um Asari matriarchs. Oh you know? yes,
2: mass effect. Like, yeah, you
0: know, yeah, they live for a very long time, but then they have these different life stages where they look a bit older when they get to matriarch, because yeah, because Elrond looks way older than yeah
2: than um, Everyone or... else except except yeah.
0: like you know you've got um. You've got Galadriel. Galadriel there. She looks stu- stunning.
3: All right, I'm on Lord of the lordoftheringsfandom.com. Elves come of age at around 50 years old and are genuinely married around this age. Elves who marry late or, or never are said to have strange fates. Elves can tell uh, in elves. the eyes and the voice mm-hmm. of another elf if they are married, and if it is uh, against the Elf's true nature, because of the union. Uh, elves have a taboo against incest, but marriage among second cousins is seen as acceptable. Totally Whether fun. this results in degradation from strong bloodlines is unknown. Now, Lucy, Thank my follow
5: up question to you on this
0: website. But you know, good that they're against it. I love that
5: yeah. they're answering yeah. questions that we, they're, they're making, they're giving us answers that we didn't have questions
0: for. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, these, these like, speaking of incest,
1: they just wanted to go out. They
0: just wanted to get out
4: there and prove a point. Incest, yeah. bad. Bad no matter what you are in the land. Um, Lucy, my final question for you today is you're Indiana Jones, and there's three chambers in front of you. You have to get through one of them to get. The, the secret treasure. Chamber mm-hmm. one has snakes in it. Chamber two has a bunch of bugs and centipedes and stuff in it. Chamber three and, and tarantulas. And then chamber three has rats in it. Which one do you go through?
0: Snakes. But that, that's if I, I am Indiana Jones. If I was actually Indiana Jones, obviously you'd go for the one without the snakes. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. dig. I can, I'm fine with spiders, but like millipedes and centipedes mm-mm. and rats exactly. are deadly and I don't like them. Okay,
4: for him.
6: Perfect,
0: right. perfect. Thank, Thank you, Lucy. You're, you're
6: welcome. Bye. Bye. The entire time I had my mic uh, muted because I was laughing too hard. Where are all the British children? <laughs> 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 They're not there. They don't know.
4: They just born. They go away for fifteen years. They come out adults. Nobody. Knows. Greg, well, I mean, I should, think you Lucy... should.
1: Lucy just broke something open here, where it's like it's not that there aren't British children; there just aren't oh. actual British old people.
2: Yeah, yeah. We Everyone like.
1: that we thought was old, they're just the children. There's kids. There's babies. Uh, Benjamin
2: Button. Benjamin Button. Greg, you uh, should have you should have mentioned to her about the whole bugs thing about Deion Sanders to <laughs> the Deion Sanders.
3: Friend. Well, everybody has their own way to get through it, and that that I guarantee that reference would not have played. She yeah, would have been know, like exactly. Dijon mustard. I'd be like, you know what? Don't worry about it.
4: <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Lucy. Uh, Of course, Donovan and Elsa come in, and we get the moment where um, the knight says, you must choose which chalice you want to drink out of, and there's a bunch around. Um, And so she picks the most beautiful uh, golden bejeweled uh, chalice for him to drink out of, and he goes, of course, this is the cup befitting of the king of kings. Uh, Dips it in the water, drinks it, and a second later just fucking disintegrates into old age and then to dust and explodes right in front of her. And then the knight goes, he chose poorly. And Indy looks uh, around. I think he around. was
2: wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not what's supposed to happen. <laughs>
4: uh, of course, then Indy goes around and looks, and he spots the one old tattered bronze cup uh, that's much smaller than the rest and super tarnished. And he goes, um, this must be it. This is the cup of a carpenter is what he says. But there's only one way to find out. And he dips the water and drinks it. And then he immediately looks at the knight. And the knight's like, you chose wisely. And yeah, I'd like to do yeah, a little yeah. faster. A little faster next time, homeboy. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I was for waiting here. for
2: like the the like the... C- camera cuts and then it goes to commercial and like because like, Here's what I would be I would so have like, like, like the, five the, cups the around me, like, like Interlude
6: where it's like five minutes of just like the fucking music that would have been great Right <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: Let's see uh, Oh by the way uh, you chose wisely but heads up the grail cannot be taken across the seal of the temple Um, That is the prize of immortality it only works here You want to play some dominoes? I'm really fucking bored I've been here for a thousand years Indy runs the cup back to his father and helps him drink from it. And then he pours it over his injury and the bullet wound washes away with the water. Um, Ilsa, of course, then grabs the cup and tries to cross the seal. Uh, But despite Indy warning her to stop, she doesn't listen. She says, we've got it, we can run out. And then the whole temple starts coming uh, down around her. A giant fissure opens up and she falls in, losing the goblet uh, on a small shelf below. When she tries to reach for it, Indy grabs her. Um, But he starts, he's like, you gotta give me your other hand. She's like, I can always get it. Um, and of course she can't And he loses his grip And she falls to her death And then the ground ah. beneath him Gives way And he finds himself In that exact same position With his father ah. holding his arm And he's, uh, he's literally touching it And this scene killed me When I was a kid I was like just fucking grab it bro Just grab it And he goes Dad Damn I can man, almost Indiana. reach it Dad I can almost reach it And his dad looks at him And says Indiana Let it go And he realizes Still. His dad's right Grabs his hand Hoist them up, they run out as the whole place comes down uh, around them and they get out safe without the grail. He gives his, uh, let's see, uh, his touching moment where he goes. Where he talks about Elsa And he says she never really believed in the grail She thought she found a prize And then Indy says well dad what did you find And he says illumination As he looks at his son Uh, And then his dad proceeds to embarrass Indy In front of all his friends by telling Sala That Indiana is not his real name His real name is Henry Jones Jr Which is why he keeps calling him Junior And he goes we named the dog Indiana And then Sala laughs at him way harder And way longer than he has any right to (laughs) And I know that feeling
1: very very well Uh, And of course all four of them Ride off into the sunset So a couple of facts I have for you here. Donovan's death sequence by rapid aging was the first ever all digital composite shot in previous movies involving computer generated visual effects like young Sherlock Holmes and Willow. CGI elements were output output to film, and then added to the final print using optical printers. For this movie, ILM scanned several filmed makeup transformations of Donovan's demise and morphed the elements together digitally. By doing this, film was, for the first time, scanned, digitally manipulated, and output back to film, rather than arranging film elements with the optical printer. It took a week to film the death scene. That's where cinema started to die. (laughs) Uh, The death count in this movie, body count, death count, same shit, was 50. 13 by indiana jones and uh in the movie henry jones senior says we named the dog indiana on finding out his son's nickname george lucas if we remember from the facts from the first movie named indiana after his dog indiana in real life mm-hmm. but that wasn't the only inspiration from his dog his dog also inspired chewbacca oh what a wookie there we go that's all i got for you andy hit me Seven syllables in the middle.
2: You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review.
1: Haiku in review. I got to say that your little uh, drum machine there, it had an extra kick today. I liked it. Did it sound nicer to you guys? The, there's yeah. a clap. There's a
2: clap sound there now. You're killing that last hi hat really. really brought it together. Yeah, yeah, it was you. good. It was good. Yeah. You, I meant to hit, I hit the wrong one.
1: <laughs> oh, Tim!
2: No, uh-oh. I Tim's gone. Bye, bye, Tim. Drop
1: some shit. You can go to Patreon.com/slash <laughs> kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Josh C did. Josh he, C. This is this is a long one. It's a long one. There, it looks like there are six haikus in this. Crazy. Wow! All comes full circle. Bond is playing Indy's dad. That's pretty rad. Return of Sala. And Dr. Marcus Brody, too. Far more humorous. He he dropped humorous in a haiku. Mm -hmm. Easy number two. Much more lighthearted movie. Still pretty goofy. Businessman Nazi. Jones, don't trust anybody. Sure thing, Henry Ford. Such great chemistry. R.I.P. Sean Connery. What a great story. The search for the grail. A treasure you cannot keep. She talks in her sleep. I like it.
3: I hear secrets
1: what was she saying in her sleep i'm a nazi
3: not a lot of lot of men nazis Real, she's nazi. I a, well, like what i like reasons. to imagine is she was like
2: yeah i don't know i i don't Too know long. she wasn't a nazi she just Worked, i work wasn't. for the
3: nazis yeah. but i'm not a nazi yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she was like the monkey from the
2: other one where they're like sympathizers right oh yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're right uh, she is a lot like the monkey nazi sympathizer <laughs> 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 i forgot about
1: that guy Jeremy the Zook Zuccarello writes in it says hunting for the grail hot on the Nazis trail choose poorly big fail (laughs) Nailed it. Joe Merton says what'd you find dad? Nazis I hate these guys illumination again good use of a a big word in haiku and then to write to finish this out of course we have miscellaneous dropping another big one here the plot in haiku form flashback indie steals knockoff Indy on his heels. Then the sheriff squeals with his father's book for the grail. Indy must look with a secret crook. The truth uncovered. Indy one dad, another Eskimo brothers, a knight to protect the grail. You must now select Indy's choice. Correct. Oh, I think was going to say collect. <laughs> <laughs> collect, collect <the> price. <laughs> Miscellaneous man. Too good with these haikus. Very, very good. will love it. Gotta love it. All right little ragu bagu ragu bagu
3: what's up everybody welcome to rad guys talk bad guys the podcast within a podcast where we rank all the villains of ragu indie the indiana jones universe currently the list looks like this number one the thuggy cult from uh oh, I don't, I don't know what the hell this means. Uh, thuggy Colton. Then it says Amalia Room. I think I might have been trying to say Indiana Jones, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? You know? Uh, and then it's a uh, Totten Bellic from Indiana Jones 1.
4: Temple
1: of to? I think you're trying
3: Ah,
1: Amalia Room. Temple of
3: <laughs> Doom. Of course. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> of course. Fine.
1: Or of Molo course, Ron, course.
4: which was the bad guy's name in that. Sorry. And Temple of Doom. Mola Ram was the bad guy's name. I think that might be what you were trying to put down. It doesn't matter. Let's I, I like
3: Tim's answer better. Temple of Doom. Ram of
4: Temple. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Blessing. It's I okay. apologize.
3: I'm going to turn my camera off now. I forgive you. Where do we want to put uh, more Nazis? Where,
6: where?
5: And
1: the guy and the girl. <laughs> the sympathizer. Uh, don't I would say like the that. bad guys in this one are pretty low. Yeah, right? They weren't the highlight. They're not of the this. star of the show. I would say no. so too. Although I do like the girl being bad. I thought she did a pretty good job of that overall. Sure. And again, I, I, I like the conflict last. she had. Yeah. I still
5: put it all last. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think it's... there was like one solid bad guy in this movie. You know, there wasn't like the... What was the guy's name in two again? A Bolo-Ram? A Molo-Ram? A
4: uh, ram I think is how Bolo-ram. you say it.
5: That a... You know, like I Molo-ram, think there's something think special about having bad. a center person be the bad guy who's like tearing out hearts yeah. out of chests and stuff. And this movie didn't have that. And so like, you know, they're Nazis in the first one. It's cool. They're, I guess, you know, they're Nazis in this movie again, right? Which makes them... Like which makes them there, but I don't know. I I I, would put this
2: number three. I think ripping a heart out of a chest is almost as close as gross to Ilsa banging like an eighty-year-old man. Fair. Think about that, everybody. Mm, I'm thinking about about it. it. That's fair. It's a big sacrifice since she did to like make him like she she, like she came
5: through at the end, right? She kind of had the turn. She like betrayed the other guy, Donovan.
4: Yeah, for sure.
2: Well, I mean, it was clear that she wasn't super into the whole Nazi thing. She was like, eh, I'm just kind of phase. like doing, I, I just want to protect the Holy Grail. I don't fucking agree with this, these psychopaths or whatever. She um, was a
1: Nazi. Nah.
2: nah. Um, I thought, I, I think that they are pretty low as well. They just weren't really too exciting for me. I think the movie Agreed. was mostly focused around Sean Connery and uh, Harrison Ford. Number three. There it is. There it is.
1: Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Now it's time to rank the movies. Currently, number one, we have Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number two, we have Temple of Doom. It's number one okay. for me. Yeah, it's number one and for me too. I And honestly, I don't, I don't think that it's like by a long shot. I, I just think that like these movies all have something really good in, in each one of them. And I just, so far, none of them have like fully hit for me where I'm like, this is one of my favorite fucking movies of all time. And I, I kind of expected one of the three would have. So still number one for me bless what do you think
5: uh i appreciate all three of these movies uh i'm right there with you that i for me this movie is number one i i think temple of doom brings something uh raiders of the lost ark brings something and this movie kind of brings a bit of what both brought and does it in a way that still feels solid even though i have critiques here and there about all three of the films but overall like i had a really good time i think there's a really great trilogy of movies and i now understand why people hold them up as classics because they are very good action movies
2: Totally agree Cortez. with Bless. Totally agree with everything Bless just said. I, I'm i glad we did this series. I probably would have never watched the movies had we. It's not over yet. It's not <laughs> yeah, over Yeah, yet. why are you guys talking off, about fuck. it's over? We got one dan, more fucking We got one more And movie. Dan, dan, with
3: arguably oh, the best. What, yeah, yeah, so Pino, what, what do you really, say?
4: Really up there. No, I mean, we're all unanimous on this one, I think. I, I love this movie. I think this is the best um, of the trilogy so far. Uh, and I would put it number
1: one. Craig Miller, are we unanimous?
3: No, it's a great movie, and I, but I would put it uh, below Temple of Doom for me personally, but I also would have put Temple of Doom at number one. So this would have been my number two, but on the current rankings, I'd put it number three, but it's also, I think, exactly what everybody said of just like, or actually more what Tim said, right? If I don't think it's like, I don't think there's one that's head and shoulders above the other.
1: I think they're all super enjoyable, great films. There you go. We will return next week for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and I gotta tell you, I'm I'm hyped for this just because so, I, I need to know I need to know how it's what it is, how it is what people have been talking about because I don't know. I'm excited for Shia LeBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> the Boof, the be. Boof, the Boof, the Boof. Andy, uh, Boof us
3: out. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> one, more gotta, he, one more week to nail it. All right, you're up to the Okay.
1: Bit. There it is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
2: that
0: last <laughs> one got me. <laughs> All right, <there> go. <laughs> All right, we hit it, we hit it. Bye,
1: guys.